Hello and welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about... Stuff? And more stuff. <gasps> but not things. Definitely not things. I changed it. Mm, you really screwed me on that one. We should have. You should have communicated that better. But I didn't. Is that how you're going to do me? You know, I, I think just a little bit of surprise keeps everyone on their toes. We can't have people feeling too chummy now. Isn't that yeah. right, Rachel? Who's Rachel? It's a joke. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we're really exhausted, but that's okay. When we're really exhausted, we're a few drinks in because... Um, so my cousin has owned a bar restaurant in Queen Anne in Seattle. He's owned it for 20 years, and tonight was his last night as owner. He sold it. Um, and I went down to say hey on an empty stomach. And I'm feeling better now, but uh, I was feeling a little tipsy, a little tipsy for a Monday. Yeah, drinking on an empty stomach, never a good call. Oh, Didn't you learn anything oh no. from last week's episode? Didn't I learn anything from my holiday party? No, I guess not. Apparently, geez. Apparently not. Yeah, it's okay. Um, no, it was it was nice. It was fun um, to see him. I well, on the upside, you do live in the city with one of the best drunk food spots on the planet. Which is? Dicks. Oh, yeah. Just uh, have some have some drinks and then go. I live like three blocks from a Dick's. But you'd be surprised at how seldom I go and like actively search out some dicks. Like a big greasy bag of dicks. A big greasy bag of dicks. Ain't nothing yeah. better than a big greasy bag of dicks. Especially when you're like, have we lost drunk. everybody? Oh, so drunk. Yes. No. But you can sent to that bag of dicks. No, but in all seriousness, I, I thoroughly believe In N Out is a better, better burger than the dicks, which is not saying true. a lot. <laughs> it's categorically true. Dicks is terrible food. No, but that's oh, the beauty shut, of it. Shut your dirty little it's the dick beauty hole. Beauty of it. It is the beauty of it. Is it's the cheapest, greasiest little, just no nonsense burger on the no, planet. No, no nonsense. No substitutions. And now they take credit cards. Like, you get what you get. Oh, they do now. Yeah, they do. Where was that when I was in downtown Seattle during Pride Week? Game changer. I mean, I think that you I could waited have in line for like some... half an hour at Dick's once. At the Queen Anne I... one? Uh, no, the one Cap Hill. Oh. During Pride Week. Ooh. And yeah, long story. There's family member in the hospital. That sucked. And yeah, I didn't have I didn't have cash. And I thought they took card. They did it was not. All for nothing. But they always have yeah. ATMs. I don't remember there being an ATM that day. It's Capitol Hill. There's ATMs. Well, I had waited in line for half an hour, and the people behind me pretty much kicked me out. Oh, they should have—they they should have shown mercy on your poor dickless soul. I'm so sorry, Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like straight white male in Cap Hill, like, it levels the playing field a little bit compared to what my normal white straight male experience is like. Yeah, I don't know what that experience is like but i would love to know what that experience is like it must be great yeah yeah you know whose life i would really like to like experience is my cats i was about to say 
Princess Carrie Fisher. I can see where this is going. Yeah. She just naps all day, which is all I want to do. She naps and then she plays. Well, actually, she she sleeps um, like at my hip. She was my little spoon last night. And then this morning she woke me up by um, – we have one of those – do you know what a cat dancer is? No. It's it's a it's like a a piece of wire, like a wire hanger, kind of at a spent at a bit of an angle, and then there's some pieces of cardboard on one side, and it's a little bit like a feather toy, but it bounces around kind of on its own. So I found a way to sort mm. of put it between the mattress and the bed frame, so that she can just like play with it whenever, because she'll hit it, and then it will it'll bounce around a lot. So it's it's more fun for her to play with by herself. So she wakes me up most mornings playing with this toy and it's too cute for me to be mad about it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cute. I I posted a video, I think on my personal page of her going like full on two legs, double, double pod grab attempt. She's uh, been having some fun. I got to say, that doesn't sound anything like what I imagine cat dancing to be like. Well, since she's up on two feet and she's kind of like walking around that, she does very much look like she's dancing. Uh, when I think of cat dancing, I think of uh, that uh, animated gar- like live action Garfield movie. I don't think about that at all. That scene. I've never seen it. Yeah, it was playing some like disco song. And Garfield's like dancing back and forth and then Odie turns it off and he gets mad or something like that. I just remember thinking it was the funniest thing when I was a kid. When you were you were a kid when that movie came out? It so came young. out in like 2006. Oh. Uh, hold on. Alexa, when did the Garfield no. movie come out? The film Garfield was released about 15 years ago on June 11, 2004. 2004. I was a teenager. What? <laughs> I was 15 in 2004. I was born in 1989, just like our girl Tay Swift and our girl Adele. Actually, she was born in 88, I think. Well, then. I feel like a child. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my childhood was great because that movie sucked and I did not care. So, yeah. I was yeah. able to appreciate the sucky things. Yeah. I guess that so, came out around the same time as uh, Mean Girls then. So fetch. So fetch. Yes. I'm not a regular cat mom. I'm a cool cat mom. I give my, I you know, like if my cats want to like do CBD oil, then like they're going to have to do it at home with me. I was just, well, no. What kind of mom do you think I am? But if you do want to drink, I'd rather you do it at home. Yep. Or whatever. That, that was the moment that I realized Amy Poehler was bound for greatness. Ah, uh, it took you that long. You sweet summer child. I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones, Andrew. Uh, you know, incest, not my kink. I think you've made that joke some sometimes today. I, I've made it once today. Exactly once. You know, I, 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 I wish... The right- I wish I could say that incest was not a big part of that show, but it's pretty central. Yeah, I was going to say, my coworkers talk about it because they all watch it. And the more they talk about it, the more I'm like, eh. And part of it's just the general locker room talk 
yeah atmosphere which i'm not super crazy about yeah co-workers if you're listening to this yeah sorry sorry just not my but, kink <laughs> you know i take that back i did make that joke also today and my co-workers like ha ha good to get over here like, <laughs> i've just seen i just seen a lot of people in in different groups say Oh, that show, I would love it if it just weren't for the nudity. I'm like, really? You think the nudity is worse than the gratuitous violence? Yeah, I've heard the Red Wedding described to me, and nothing like I'm okay with violence in film to a degree, but you know, there's there's a degree where it's no longer enjoyable for me. Yeah. Games of Game of Thrones would be the kind of thing I would want to watch for my own enjoyment. And just knowing myself and knowing that I probably wouldn't enjoy watching it i don't know it just doesn't make me that motivated to watch it change my mind um i i didn't think i would like it very much because i'm not super into fantasy but once i started trying to like like just trying to watch it and get through a season i got deeply hooked shockingly quickly is this the real life I'm not doing that. I'm so sorry. I gotta say no, but oh, on that on. one. Is this just fantasy? Now you're gonna leave me out there. Whatever. Yep, exactly. What you're gonna do. Well, I'm all I know is that I'm going to be a huge nerd and binge watch Clone Wars season seven when it comes out, so <laughs> I don't care. That's fine. You you do you. That is straight up like it was made for children, and I love it. So. The Clone Wars, the Clone Wars. That's not how that theme song goes, is it? We should talk about guitars, I think. Probably. Yeah, probably. Guitars. Yeah. And also uh, things. Yeah, but first. Maybe. But primarily stuff. Yeah, primarily stuff. Um, but first, Andrew, did you know that we have a brand new sponsor for this week's episode? Shut up. Oh, make me shut up. Uh, no, I'm very excited for I this one. not if I wanted to. Couldn't if you wanted to. Uh, Runway Audio, based out of Nashville, Tennessee, is this week's sponsor, and we are so excited to have them. Um, as someone who lived in Nashville for eight years, I have a big soft spot in my heart for, for Nashville-based companies, and Runway Audio is no exception. Um, they make some cool customizable uh, instrument cables, patch cables, and things like that. And I'm really excited. We're going to be getting uh, – I've ordered one of their instrument cables. It comes in a, a good amount of colors. I'm getting red for the red wedding. Interesting. Oh, I'm just hey, kidding. that's mean. I like red. I, I, my, I, favorite, okay. my, fav- my favorite baseball team is the Cincinnati Reds, so – is that also your favorite Taylor Swift album? No. I gotta say that might be one of like that might be my favorite Taylor Swift album. It's a it's a lot of competition for ta- favorite Tay Swift albums. I, I'm between Red 1989. I think 1989 is such a good record. Red was the episode that made me finally cave in, be like, okay, fine, she's a good artist. And 1989 was like, okay, taking things to the next level, and then. Whatever her most recent record was, I was like, really? Oh, okay. There's like two good tracks on it at best. Um, I didn't really listen to it. I listened to, uh, okay. I, I, I don't know how many times I've listened fully through 1989, but we digress. 
um, Runway Audio. Check them out. Uh, check out the show notes. Uh, we'll One drop quick in question about Runway code. Audio. Instrument cables. Okay. Do you need that to play guitar? I think it's pretty much an essential ingredient in playing electric guitar. Well, then that solves it. Go to Runway Audio and get the essential ingredient to your tone. <laughs> nice. Uh, yep, we, we will hopefully have a discount code uh, to drop into the show notes. So again, wherever you're listening, just click on the more about this episode, hit that link, uh, browse around, maybe buy a little something, something. That's a that's a fun way to support the podcast. And I hear that there's, yeah, with the, the discount, I hear there's supposed to be some sort of a percentage off of your order. Some sort of percentage. Yes, indeed. It's a surprise. Uh, it is a surprise. It'll be a surprise for all of us. Woo-hoo! Mostly you all. <laughs> Double woo. Triple woo. Wow. I um, think that's, a, I have to say that's officially the first time we've got the triple woo. Yes. It's triple woo is very, very uh, elusive. It's an elusive woo. Please don't yet, do not yet boo the woo. If we start to overuse the woo, you can boo the woo. I actually really, I encourage people listening to the podcast to woo along with us. So on on the count of three, we're all going to say woo, and then we're going to cackle maniacally, right? Wait, is it, but first is it going to be like a a one, two, three woo or a one, two woo? Well, then that would just be the count of two. We're, we're counting to three. Okay. I'm just for the, for the, the rock, paper, scissors crowd. Some people shoot on three. They don't do one. We call those people cheaters trying to get a head start in life. Fair. Okay. Are we doing this? One, two, two, three. three. Woo. We did it. Uh, Close enough. Yes. Oh, we're supposed to cackle maniacally. (laughs) Ready? (laughs) All right. All right. So now that we're done being goobers, what are we talking about today? I want to talk about something that if you listened to last week's episode about the Tacoma Guitar Festival, or it might have been two weeks ago, whenever we talked about the Tacoma Guitar Festival, um, you might have remembered me being really excited about a $25 grab I made there. Do you remember that one, Andrew? I do. I have to say that was the deal of the day. I think that beats out my $10 compressor. I think you're right. Um, so what I got was um, it's a Fender Bronco neck with a Fender Mustang body that seems like someone tried to route out for um, some sort of like a Floyd Rose or something like that because they cut into the bridge uh, vibrato system pretty badly. And there's also a, a little cut in the neck that it doesn't really affect playability uh, at all. I don't know. It, it definitely affects the the vibe and you can the tell. I, it looks like there is a, uh, a Floyd Rose installed and yeah, that's yeah. a huge turnoff. Yes, but uh, someone in on the Instagram pointed out that uh, had some ideas for me about how I could sort of fill that in and make it look a little nicer. And once I put a bridge on it, uh, nobody's going to notice the the big ugliest hole. It looked like someone took um, like a, a paint scraper and just jab, 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 like stabby stabbed the hell out of this body here. 
Yeah, it looks like a, a, a crime scene. It does, but it's gonna I think it's it's something that's cover upable. I feel like that's like how someone looks like right before a fatality in Mortal Kombat. Like the, it's not completely destroyed and wrecked to pieces with like the brain on a stick. But yeah. it's 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 getting there. But I feel like there's life to be had still. I think it adds to the character. I took off the neck. The neck was uh, signed in 1972, April 6th. And it still has the original tuners. Yeah, for the record, I called early 70s CBS era based on the tuners. Just, yeah. I and that, that, point that out. I was walking around with this guitar, and at one point, one guy just grabs it and just starts talking about it. I'm like, uh, stop touching my things. <laughs> Hi, little lady. You must not know anything about oh, what you're holding for what, your boyfriend. You know. Oh, yeah. He was talking about, like, the rosewood neck. I'm like, I know. (laughs) He's like, they basically farmed this to extinction. I'm like, I know. That's why the site's regulations just change. Anyways. Yeah, whatever. To be fair. He meant well. He meant well. To be fair, he meant well. Yes. And he was very friendly. He was. It wasn't in a condescending manner. It wasn't. He was just really excited. Yes, we're and just that's, being nitpicky. Let's yes, it was just, I was, it was fine. I was into it, but it was a little bit like, whoa, where the hell did you come from? It just like it felt like he like poofed out of nowhere and then just disappeared into nowhere. Also, it was a little weird. Into the abyss. Into the ether. But I think twenty five bucks. I think if those guys who sold this to me had just taken the tuning machines off of it, I bet they could have sold that for a lot more than twenty five dollars. Yeah. Well. Mm. Nah. You don't I feel think like so? they could have sold it. I think they could have in the right market, but you don't you don't think that in line that like someone would have bought in line nineteen seventy two Fender tuning machines for like eighty bucks? Uh if they're the same ones on say like a thin line telly, which is a popular build from seventy two that gets a lot of love and restorative work, I could see that going for some, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. what the market looks like yeah. for restorative. I know CBS era guitars aren't always the most sought after. Yeah. And that's fine. Like I didn't I didn't buy this to flip it. People have already offered to buy the body yeah, off like of me. For 25 bucks? Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, someone offered to buy the body alone for 30 bucks. And I said, no, thank you, because I have plans for this. They're not like necessarily the most exciting plans. And they're they keep evolving in my brain. But I feel like this is the first time I have had a a high quality blank canvas with which to work. Because normally, like, if I get a guitar, I'm the kind of person where I'm like, I don't want to make any weird changes. Like, I barely want to change pick guards or pickups because I just really respect, um, like, the build and what right, it was right. meant to be. But this is already such a Frankencaster that. Uh, I think, I think it's not going to be too weird, but I'm not going to do anything super traditional with it. I think, well, yeah, definitely not traditional. I think what would look really sick on it, and I'm a little biased here because I saw another listing for a Fender Supersonic and it reminded me how much I desperately want the, uh, ones that they made a few years back with the orange sparkle. Hmm. That is just one of the best gosh darn looking finishes I've ever seen on a guitar. You like orange a lot more than I do, but um, I already ordered a pick guard for this. 
Is it purloid by chance? It is not. It is not because I already have a purloid oh, Mustang right, pickguard. Right. I ordered a, a Deco Boom uh, pickguard. It's kind of a cream pickguard with a copper sort of paint, almost as techy sort of design. And I don't think I'm going to paint it. I kind of like, I really like the natural color of it. So I think that's what I'm going to do. And I have some spare Stratocaster uh, Sango coils that I'm going to try out instead of traditional Mustang pickups, I think. It's a bold move. Is it? I feel like you should put Telecaster pickups in there. I was thinking about that as well because I really like that sound. Strat pickups that are worth their salt are voiced for the three. And I, I really think, I think Telecaster pickups, especially if you did like a standard set where you've got the, the cover on the neck pickup, mm. That would look just alternate universe enough to make people turn their heads and go, what? There'd be a little bit of a gap, but I like just around the pick guard, but I think that would be really cool. And I did think about that. Um, so I'm playing these country showcases this summer, and I was even better. Yeah. And I was playing through all my guitars. I'm like, what sounds the best when I'm playing like nine to five or a little bit slow to catch on by Dolly Parton? And, uh, Weirdly, I think the guitar I liked the most plugged in is my Harley Benton uh, Mad Cat copy. And those are just Wilkinson pickups. Like those are 20, that's a $20 set of pickups. So part of me was like, I really, really like the way that those sound like shockingly good. They are clean. They are, you know, they have high enough output. When they're in the middle, it's their reverse wound polarity, so it's like a humbucker. Uh, so I was thinking, I was also thinking about that. I'm not sold on that. Because I just, oh, I feel like this is the hardest decision I'm going to have to make with this instrument, is the pickups. I think you should get bl- uh, filtered blondies. From Curtis? I I actually sent him a message earlier today. (laughs) I think the filters would, if you're going to go for that no nonsense look, I think the filters give you, or that added level of texture that offsets the, or gives some contrast from the uh, natural Mm -hmm. body. So if you're, if you're not going to paint the body, like the filters, give it just that extra texture. Yeah. I think that would look dashing. Yeah. I'll see what, I'll see what he can do for, do for me. Yeah. I'm just, I'm excited. Uh, the possibilities are endless. Um, I think one of the things I'm, I'm excited about is I've had this sticker for like a year and a half. And the sticker is this vertical, it's sort of a vertical orientation. It's a blade pointing down and it says revenge keeps you sharp. And I've always kind of wanted to put that on a guitar but I love my guitars so much that I've always been like, ah, oh, I don't want to put stickers on them. This might be that opportunity. Yeah, I don't think I've ever put a sticker on a guitar. I Not own. since I was a teenager. I I couldn't even do it then. I have a weird, like, it just kind of weirds yeah, me. Yeah, I, I remember I had a Squire Strat was my first electric guitar. And I had a neighbor who, he, he kind of played a little bit of guitar, not as much as I did, but his granddad had 
uh, this old um, Les Paul that he'd just completely painted over. And this friend was always so aghast. Like, he knew that his grandfather had ruined the value of this guitar by painting it. And he was talking about my Squire Strat. He's like, oh, why would you put stickers on it? You just ruined the value. And even then, I was like, it's a Squire Strat, dude. The guitar cost me 100 bucks. Right, right. See, what I've always thought would be really cool for a finish is uh, I'd love to do this as a Project Guitar Sunday is get, like, a cheap telly uh, and just completely sand down the body, cover the whole thing, like, the entire body in stickers, and then poly over Uh uh-huh yeah yeah get it real smooth i've got a drawer full of stickers that i could just slather all over a body and then do a poly coat and that would just be like my sticker guitar oh yeah i i finally found a use for a bunch of my stickers it's when i got my workbench for the garage i just was like you know what stickers it's sticker town now yeah i mean so i'm this is weird like i like how stickers look on guitars and I like a lot of guitars. When I look at it and they've got stickers. I'm like, wow, that's got a lot of character. I really dig yeah. that. But then I look at one of my own guitars like, I, I can't do it. It's the commit. I, maybe it's the commitment. Maybe. I don't know. It's probably why neither of us it, has tattoos, Andrew. See, that's not why I don't have a tattoo. That's why I don't have a tattoo. There's tattoos that I want. It's just a matter of if I've got money for a tattoo, that money could also be spent on gear. Ooh, and it just every time it goes to gear, that's just where my priorities mm-hmm. are. As much as yeah. I want tattoos, there's there's equipment that I could get that I can always resell, and I'm losing the value on, and I'm having a lot of fun. It's just good. Tattoos are an investment that you can't trade in, right? So, yeah. Well, I mean, you could trade it in. That'd just be really strange. Um. Yeah, uh, I think my brother has enough tattoos for all three of us. So there's that. Well, why doesn't he share? Well, it doesn't work that way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Yeah, I just haven't spent my money that way. There's (sighs) too many places I want to go. I like temporary tattoos. I've always (sighs) had way too much fun with those. I, I used to sell airbrush tattoos at a theme park. I was on that was a, my job. Uh, a weekend retreat in undergrad with my class. And one of the first things we did for the weekend is we all had like packs of fake tattoos. And I found one that said like, it was like a, like a sailor Jerry kind of like classic American tattoo kind of looking with a rose and, and like some leaves <laughs> and stuff. And then it just said your mom. And I put your it right, mom. Yeah, just like your mom. It's like, <laughs> and so I put it like on my Adam's apple. <laughs> there's, uh. there's embarrassing photos of me with a fake neck tattoo out there. Oh, that's great. That's uh, so you know, great. You, it might be on my Instagram if you on my personal Instagram if you scroll down far enough. Um, uh, I probably I th- I will. Think I did at this point. I, that's really funny. If it's not there, it's on my Facebook account, which is a bit more private. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, I, I'm not even going to say it was embarrassing because I enjoyed the heckin' out of that. The heckin'. Das heckin'. Yeah. Das heckin'. That was good, clean, family fun. 
Good. Yeah, nice. Your mom's family fun. <laughs> yeah. No, but okay. I was actually really surprised when I was um, looking because, you know, I, there's some parts I still need to buy for this guitar. Um, the control plate, namely. Uh, I have an extra vibrato system somewhere if I can ever find it uh, and a bridge. So I just was looking up and just kind of shocked that the vintage prices on like 1972 era Mustang and Bronco things. Like I think the che- the least expensive Bronco tailpiece I saw was $120. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I feel like with certain areas of guitars, I wonder if it's, if they're worth more when they're parted out, even if it's still all in the original set. And I wonder if that's discouraging people from keeping a vintage, like all original pieces together. I mean, I think so. I saw somebody on eBay who had 200 listings and he had like literally every single part for a Fender Bronco, but just separated. Right. It would have cost an arm and leg to buy it all together versus just buying someone else's Bronco listing. Yeah, totally. So See, that was I find really that's, that's disheartening. Well, it's disheartening. Is the personally it freaks me out a little bit because I know that when guitars get stolen, the easiest way to sell them after it gets reported to the police and it hits the databases is to part it out on eBay. Oh, that's a good point. So if you can like just drop the neck where the serial number is, but you can do the body, the pickups, the tailpiece, like. Um, the tune, the, the tuners, like everything can be parted out and get a lot more value for the money if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. totally. Uh, not to give people ideas. Please don't do that. Don't steal. Stealing is uh, frowned upon in this establishment and I do not condone it in any way, shape or form. And stealing from musicians, especially touring musicians, special spot in hell. No, no, no. The, t- the touring musicians get enough money from tips. They can afford to replace it. Oh, yeah. They make so much money. That's it, very rock and roll to be like, screw the man. I'm stealing your guitar. Touring is so lucrative and yeah. so easy on your body and mental health. So easy on your body and mental health. You don't miss your family the two months you're on tour. Nah. You're just having cracks, a ball. Cracks open fifth beer. In 30 minutes. You're absolutely <laughs> seeing these wonderful cities. You're not just seeing the the inside of a venue and maybe the inside of a hotel. Maybe, if you're lucky. Your medical care is great. Yeah, don't steal from touring musicians. You're a bad person if you do that. Yeah, it's that's uh, definitely something I'm not a huge fan of. It's always bummed me out. Theft is almost always bad. It's especially bad when you're stealing from people who can't replace what they what you're taking from them easily. Well, right. Well, so it's really like I feel like I've got a strange personal connection with that because working at uh, at a, a guitar shop and seeing people come in from the local area saying, "Hey, someone sold our stuff, and we're going to every <sighs> guitar shop in town," and like looking a musician in the eyes, they're like, "Yeah, like the, I've had this guitar since I was 14, oh. like that kind of stuff," and like look at them like yeah like if i've i'll take your number i'll email it out to um, the people i'm allowed to in the company and like 
like I if I see that like you're getting a phone call. Yeah. But, but like my I mean, friend my friend Kev was in a touring band and his like favorite guitar of all time, his PVT sixty was stolen along with all of their equipment. And he said one, it basically ended his career. And I remember talking to him and I said, well, have you ever thought about just buying another PVT-60? He's like, I don't want another one. I want mine. And I understood. Like, I'm like, I get it. I get it, man. If someone stole like my Hummingbird or my Jazzmaster, I could, you know, the way people would understand it, I could replace it. But it'd be like if you got another cat right after your cat died. I don't want another cat. I want my princess. I hear that. Yeah. And some people don't have that like relationship with gu- their guitars, but you know, if you do, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. But, yeah. That's a, that's an odd and very depressing tangent on stolen equipment. Yeah. And it just reminded me, um, I, I just want to send my heart and my love out to our friend Layla from Tuna Tone. Uh, if you remember listening to her on the podcast, her cat Tuna is the genesis of the name Tuna Tone. Um, unfortunately, Tuna died after a, a short illness um, this other week. So, like, again, just all of our love to Layla. Like, that's just so sad to us. We're really Debbie Downers this episode. Yeah, it's it's really hard to for the, to talk about that. And I guess all there is to say is we're just so sorry. And we, we totally, uh, we, yeah. So I guess there's nothing else to say. We're sorry. Yeah. We're we're here. We're here for you. So yeah, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, do you have anything happy to end this episode with? I'm not crying. You're crying. I cried a little bit, man. Like it's the second time this year I've cried about a cat I didn't even meet ever in my life in person. Yeah, I'm very that sensitive. About right. Maybe we should look to see if we have any new uh, podcast reviews. Maybe that'll make us happy. Oh, and we also have to do uh, dad jokes. Oh, yeah. Go get that book. Do you have it handy? I do. It's right in front of me. All right. All right. All right. That might be a better way to end it. All right. Let's see here. Where's the table of contents? We should pick a new topic this week. We have gone through. We not gone through, but we tried humor in the house and sports and leisure. And I'm intrigued by the last chapter. You can't make the stuff up. Subtitled real life funnies. Okay. Let's let's that sounds good. And also if anyone's wondering if we've got like a super intense topic to talk about this week, uh, this is kind of our, our topics. We're taking a little bit of a nice leisurely stroll this episode. It's a good time. Uh, yeah. If, if John Oliver can take a break to talk about mascots in Japan, just to make everyone smile because some things are just very sad. You know, I, I feel like we, we also have that right. So thank yeah. you, John. Yes. So you can't make this stuff up real life funnies. And wow, this it also says like from a real yadi. So this says from a real court transcript question. Well, sir, judging from your answer on how you reacted to the emergency call, it sounds like you're a man of intelligence and good judgment. Answer. Thank you. And if I weren't under oath, I would return the compliment. Okay. Okay. 
burn. That's a that's a not a bad burn, but also that just is rude. I mean, it's rude, but I feel like that's excellent, and I feel like there's the con- whatever context that was in. I, I I really sincerely hope someone on the jury like snorted a snot rocket out. Like hang you know, and like someone like smirks and then like they've got snot on their mustache. Like they snort just a little bit. You ever seen that? Yeah. Uh I mean I'm married to a man with a mustache. I'd like to imagine that's what happened, and then it it just got that much more comical. (laughs) Uh next up is a sign at a railroad station reads Beware to touch these wires is instant death. Anyone found doing so will be prosecuted. Yes. Oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, that yeah. took me a minute. You'd already be dead. He's only mostly dead. Maybe they just mean <laughs> people so- crossing and not necessarily the people who touch the third rail. See, the difference between someone who's all dead and someone who's mostly dead is that if they're mostly dead, there's only one thing left to do. Go through their change and search or go through their pockets and search for loose change. Why can't you do that to someone who's all the way dead? No, that that man, I'm I'm butchering a quote from Princess Bride. What is wrong with me? <sighs> yeah, I I I the funny thing is I I knew that was the movie you were referencing, but at the same time, yeah, and I knew there was something Billy Crystal was saying, and at the same time yeah. I'm like that doesn't sound right. It it was most of the way there. I think that's just a sign that I need to watch it sometime soon. Mm-hmm. It's it's been a couple of months since I've watched it, and I watch it. I've probably watched it 50 or 60 times. Do you want to borrow that DVD as well as Empire Records? Well, I I own, I have a Princess Bride. (gasps) You know, and Empire Records, once again, is on Netflix. I don't know why you haven't watched it yet. Because I don't sleep. Well, normally people who don't sleep also watch movies. I don't watch movies. I still haven't. I still haven't seen Endgame, which hopefully by the time this comes out, I will have. I thought you were going to see it after the guitar festival. Didn't work out, unfortunately. Mm. So why don't we go for one more joke? And yes, and call it a night. Yeah, one more joke and call it a night. We're going we're gonna to take it nice and easy. We're going to make this a nice, sweet, short episode concise like these jokes yeah so we've got a whole bunch of uh, uh quick fire jokes here this is a personal favorite subject of mine although i'm not sure glancing through this list this makes the top list of church reader boards but in general church reader boards are a great source of humor for me thought they are uh so number one do not criticize your wife's judgment. See who she married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Uh, there's no AC in hell either. Yay for fire and brimstone. Clinically proven to be the most effective form of apologetics. What? Uh, God. It's a long story. Okay. Okay. Uh, God shows no favoritism, but our sign guy does. Go Cubs. <laughs> Abu. 
<laughs> Swallowing pride will never give you indigestion. Um. Okay. I like that. You know, I, I like that. I think the world needs less pride. My my take on that quote is usually, uh, this is going to sound so pessimistic, but I've been known to say, tell the pe- say to people, you need to learn how to let things go so you can get what you want. So hmm. pessimistic. Or, or you could swallow your pride. Aha! I have cornered you. I mean, are those different? Up next on the list, life stinks. We have a pew for you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> if, if I ever work as a youth pastor at a church with a reader board, I guarantee you I'm upping that reader board's game like by at least... 30 points. And I need to hear your original church reader board dad jokes. Oh, let's see if I can come up with one on the fly. I make no guarantees, but you need to talk while I think of this because otherwise it's going to be awkward. Oh, I got to talk about, I got to talk more. This is just so unfair. Because I used to write a lot of social copy and ad copy and stuff. And uh, yeah, didn't really like that part. I don't like I I I know that people always say like if no one's ever told you you're funny then you shouldn't try to make jokes professionally. But people tell me I'm funny and I'm still bad at making jokes professionally. It's unfair. So unfair. Also, get offsetpodcast.com/shop. We have new hats. One says, what does it say? What's the one you... For Fuzz's sake. For Fuzz's sake. It's, it, those turned out really nicely. Uh, Andrew wore one all around the guitar show. I don't know if he got compliments. I got stopped on three different occasions. Nice. One of them was in the bathroom while I was urinating. Mm. Wasn't optimal timing. No, that is not appropriate. At the same time, I, I, I appreciate the gesture. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awkward. <laughs> uh, did you tell that person where he could buy uh, for Fuzz Say Cat? I did, and I think everyone else in the restroom heard it, so that was unintentionally a really great marketing opportunity. Nice. Well, I wonder if he's the person who just bought one of those today. You know, it's possible. <laughs> it is quite possible indeed. Yes, thank you to everyone who's bought some of our merch. Uh this past week, we sold some mugs, some hats. Uh, we're working on some new shirt designs. Uh, it's going to be fun stuff. I just got some some new test merch in. So I've been putting our logo on things and buying them to decide if they're worthy of putting in the store. And if they're not, I figure I'll just give them away. But uh, I got the Ohm floppy hat for Melissa today. Yay! Yeah, if you want to swing by uh, sometime, I can hand that off to you, along with an Empire Records DVD. You know what? I'm actually in that that neck of the woods tomorrow. Yeah, dope. Yeah, I can make that happen. Sweet. Yes, it is. Have you thought about your reader board dad joke yet? 
I, you know, I'm still thinking All about right. it, and I, I feel like we'll save it for the visual the, thread. <laughs> you know, I, maybe I will, maybe I won't, but this is definitely the sort of topic that requires inspiration, and I, I feel like I'm lacking in inspiration at this current moment. That's fine. On the particular you know, topic, it's yeah. a little bit late. I would like to get to bed. I probably should as well. Yes. Big day tomorrow. Yeah. So everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. You've been listening to Get Offset. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.